Yeah. Okay. About to tap on the steed real quick. Yeah. It's, like that. It's decent. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody like you know it's a certain taste. I'd be like, I know people ain't gonna like this. <laughs> it's decent. It's cool. I it's like. Cool. I like that. Okay. I feel the antioxidants. Yeah, it's yeah. very smooth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's kind of chill. Right. Yeah. Right. Ain't too, right. ain't too sweet. Nah, nah, it's perfect, actually. Yeah, it's like a real smooth. Real yeah, smooth. 17 grams of sugar, ain't too Silky. bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You ready? Would be nice. You know, would be nice. That, okay. that would be nice if okay. you could. We're rolling. Okay, you could sponsor yes. us. That's you know easy. If you want to go ahead and hit us up, we would love for you to actually sponsor us. We will drink these a lot um, to the brink of extinction. We will drink these uh, as long as we possibly can. I love grabbing these at the gas station when they got the deal or whatever, but if we can get these at wholesale prices, we will love that as well, too, if that's possible. But uh, an endorsement by Steve's would be very nice. Would be nice. Very nice. Uh, I guess um, we should introduce the podcast. Absolutely. So, hey, everybody, uh, welcome back again to the Nice Guy Podcast. My name is Jacquel Wright. Adrian Ropem Dopem. Peace. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And we're back again with another episode of The Nice Guys. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about fight or flight. Fight or flight. Absolutely. So we hear this quite often with fight or flight. What would you do in situations? What would take place? And we're doing it from a standpoint of being a nice person or a nice guy. So right, right. we thought it would be very interesting to talk about different situational things that take place in life, the workspace, relationships, and what would you do in regards to fight or flight? So you want me to kick it off, man, and say what we want to talk about? What's up, bro? Man, so, I mean, well, first of all, if anyone don't know what fight or flight is, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We're talking about the evolutionary process. Absolutely. The evolutionary uh, uh, behavior Absolutely. that that we've, uh, you know, since times of being cavemen or whatever, yeah, yeah, sure. have had to, to either in dangerous situations mm -hmm. go into a mode of being ready to fight for our life mm -hmm. or to you know flight or take take flight to flee from that situation and in today's um more modern times that mm -hmm. may not look you know exactly like it would in back in the days yeah it's a little different it's a little different so but we still have those same um evolutionary traits evolutionary mm -hmm. traits ingrained so we yeah. still get that same anxiety same um you know different feelings that that make us Cause us to make decisions that are, you know, not always the best you know, decisions. Not always, but for some <laughs> reason we're here because our grandparents did, our great grandparents did it. So something about that evolutionary trait has allowed us to be able to have this conversation even at this point. You right. Know I mean? So it's something that that's very interesting. I think it's something that we don't always think about all the time. But I've dealt with it. Um, maybe not dealt with it always in the best of sense. Uh, maybe I've kind of turned a certain situation, relationships with people, or kind of burned some. I don't, I didn't mean to, but. At that time, like, look, I'm not going to just sit and deal with this. I'm going to fight. I'm not going to flight. So, yeah. And then other times you do have to flight. Sometimes you do have to pick and choose your battles. And I think that's another part of the evolution that we have to understand exactly what that is. Uh, even in the workspace, I'm going to get into that a little bit. The workspace, for sure. For sure. As a African-American male in certain workspaces, you'd be like, should I be offended by certain things? Should it be like when, when situations come up? in conversation about maybe news topics in regards to maybe our community, things of that nature. Should I be the person that knows all the answers? Or should I be offended? Should I take flight? Should I just ignore the situational signs? Because I've had those situations at work 
where things have happened. Maybe a coach has gone nuts or uh, a black athlete done certain things and they look at me like I'm supposed to know all the answers. I'm yeah. like, uh, nah, I don't really know what the, <laughs> he was thinking about. That right. I'm not telepathic in that sense. I know it's collective consciousness and that's a real thing. But the reason why people react and deal with certain things, I can't tell you. Nah. And, uh, and at those always. moments, sometimes I don't want to fight. I don't want to flop. Like, hey, man, I'm offended by that. You know right. what I mean? Because I don't always know. So it's just sometimes you have to think about exactly what it is, what you're dealing with, and not letting it, you know, letting, letting keeping it real go wrong. Mm. You know, they should put it out there for real. You know what I'm saying? Real. Real. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to do all that at the time. I just feel like you need to just know how to be able to pick and choose your battles and, and not let that situation kind of get to you. So that's that's my little excerpt, my little Jaquil segue. But how you feel, Adrian, about the situation with Fight or Flight, man? Man, yeah. So like it it brings up a, the larger conversation too of just like what it takes to survive. And and talking about that in the workplace, like you said, there's there's instances where you're expected to to be this or be that. And then it's times like you feel even like change you even like change yourself kind of, you know what I'm saying? You seem sorry to bother you. Uh <laughs> going into like the code switching thing. It's like what well, the things that we do when we feel like we have to survive being, mm. you know, going into that. So it's like that plays into being you know, being a nice guy around around the white folk, especially for black people, you know what I'm saying? Trying yeah. to survive in the in corporate world or something like that. Yeah. And man, that's very stressful sometimes. It's challenging because you have to wear a face. I even wrote a poem about it called The Mask. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I really feel like I've had to. And that's I mean, honestly, it's a little draining sometimes because you're like you're sitting there thinking to yourself, like, I have to put on this voice. I don't want people to be afraid. But then it's like when you disrespect it. I've had to actually literally call people to the side and have to really check them in, in that in that sense because people get into this motion. They get to thinking things are supposed to be consecutive in a certain way. They have a per- certain perception or persona who you are associated to that nice guy perception or whatever it is that you have to put out there as a mask. Mm-hmm. Not saying I'm a complete douche, but I do have a balance. And I, like I mentioned before in the previous episode, duality is a huge thing. And right. It shocks people when you have people thinking that you're a certain way, but then you have to like really set them straight. Like, cause I have a nice person. I'm a, I have to wear the glasses. I look like little Romeo sometimes. <laughs> so I look very, like, very un, uh, non-threatening. Yeah, yeah. My voice can be, I can be very articulate when I need to. Like right now I have my phone voice on for sure. But outside of this, I do not talk like this off, off camera. I'm trying to, to balance it out. Uh, but I do know that at the workspace, it's very draining because of the fact that you have to continue to keep putting this mask on. And you know, if you were to take it off, it can change certain things. It can even affect your money. Yeah. You know? Um, being able to, you know, have to wear your hair a certain way. It's just certain things that you have to do in order to be able to survive. And that fight or flight is very interesting in those spaces. You feel like that's changing or it's just like on a case by case basis? Um, I kind of feel like it's improving a little bit. Like people are becoming more inclusive and stuff like that and yeah. not paying as much attention to like okay, how this person dresses, how this person wears their hair, how they mm-hmm. how they talk or whatever. It, it yeah. is case by case. Um Case in point, I'm not sure if he's ever going to see this. Hopefully he does. What up, Glenn Marshall? We went to NIU together. He's actually a, he's a uh, reporter for WGN. So mm-hmm. like, he's on the news. He's on television all the time. They allow him to wear glad, uh, his his hair braided. No. He wears jewelry. He's a very spiffy guy. Okay. You know, but we went to school together. I, I, I know him. You know, I know him real. You know what I'm saying? I'll care. I know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You know, sure. he has a, you know, he has to care. So we had to put that, you know, voice on, of course, that started to bother you. But I think in this situation, that's a very new case because they want to be able to gravitate and connect to the community because Chicago right. definitely has okay. that different type of feel and people that he's talking to and reaching out to as an audience 
they, you know, they want to use it as an, uh, uh, a sense of uh, being able to connect and gravitate to those people. And then even like watching certain things and I want to get into more detail because I don't want to ruin it for you, but watching Power, you see some things in the recent episodes and you're like, is that person being put into that position, of course, as well to attract that, to continue to keep right. gr- creating that monetary gain and stuff like that, to be able to connect to that community? Because we know that we contribute a lot to the gross domestic, you know, domestic product on a yearly yes. basis. So we are huge consumers, right? So in certain cases, I do wonder, even with that, because of the fact they need... And the way I'm trying to put it is they need somebody as a face. They need mm-hmm. somebody to represent and speak to those people to be able to gravitate to that to that community or to our community, excuse me, to make sure that they continue on with their monetary gain. So, right. I mean, I think the case by case is based off of whether or not they can capitalize or you know be able to be successful off of that. I feel that's that. a whole. I think that's a whole another dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Going to that could but be a whole other episode. Yeah, that might be a whole other episode for sure. So, man, so like what's Let's talk about like what's one of your biggest pet peeves in the workplace and how you deal with it. Ooh, um, oh man, that's a very good question. Um, I, I can go first. Go ahead. Man. I know for me, go ahead, go ahead. it's I, I mean I want to have my earphones in mm-hmm. and somebody come talk to me mm. repeatedly, like one one time, two. It's cool, yeah. but it's like people are just standing at your desk. Or, or wherever you work or whatever and like just continually trying to talk like bro I'm trying to listen to my music my podcast and get this work done yeah. and they they just do not pay attention to that wow that is the worst thing like yeah. <laughs> I hate that see I'm people consider me to be a mean person but when I'm trying to get money <laughs> and you get in the way of my money that's my yeah. pet because I love mm. I love making money yeah, that's not gonna be a, that's never gonna change not that I feel like I have to like money not saying it should be everything, but it, it is involved in everything that we do. For you know sure. what I'm saying? We couldn't do the things we can't flick on a switch and not pay the light bill and the lights turn on. So mm-hmm. like, if you're getting in the way of my money and I work in a very uh, sales performance position, I'm going to be upset. Like I had a situation where this young lady, and unfortunately I, I took the flight route. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So let me just fix my collar on that one. I did take the <laughs> flight route. I'm glad I didn't lose my... But she just kept talking about things that were just... Uh, not even conducive to what was going on. Like it was like, what? what why are you talking about astrology and Leos and being upset? Cause I'm a Leo. You know, birthday okay. August 17th. Shout out to Marcus Gar. We got the same birth date, birth day, not the year, but per- birth day, which is I feel like it's a very honorable situation. Big fan of Marcus Garvey, mm. but that's a whole nother episode, of course. But for some reason, this young lady was so stuck on Leos because she had dated somebody and the situation went south. It went bad. She had bad yeah, experiences. Yeah. That person mistreated her. And every time something would come up, if I were to say something, she, oh, you a Leo. Oh my God, you're such a Leo. You a Leo. <laughs> and then she would go into these, these rants, yeah. these crazy, complicated rants. I'm like, we were training to get money because yeah. like AP annual Roman period, I work in health insurance, life insurance industry. If you guys want to know what's, what I do in terms of my day job or whatnot outside of this and also us and with my, my art and everything as well. So I mean, that's how I keep the bills going. So you're affecting my way of being able to understand how to coach and navigate these conversations with these people on the call by having these excerpts that that, that means nothing to me making <laughs> money. So that was my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. And after I made a comment and I was trying to get some things, you know, understood, she was like, oh, you were just a Leo. And I just took, took I took fight. I took fight. <laughs> I took fight. And I told her, you need to be quiet. You need to close your mouth, please. 
And I, I got kind of, I can't say what I said uh, right now. Yeah. We kind of monetize, we can't be cussing. So I did a little bit of some cuss. I didn't realize we even cussed. It was just a moment. Like, yeah. I blanked out for a second. I'm trying to work on that part It'd of me. It'd be like that. Because, you know, I, I kind of grew up in a very hostile environment sometimes. Wasn't always very logical, it was very emotional because mm-hmm. of certain things. And that's a whole nother episode, of course. But I, I know it's still in me. It's still ingrained yeah. for years. Like I can see myself get really angry very quickly. I'm trying to work on that. I went to anger management before. And that moment just really irritated me because I was doing a lot of stuff outside of work. Mm. And it wasn't helping me feel like I was getting towards this bag that I need to get. So I keep the lights on. I won't be right. homeless. You want to talk about me being Leo? Nigga? I'll, be, I'll be a homeless Leo <laughs> if you don't shut up. See, man, I- I wish I kind of wish I had done that more when I was in the workplace um, because I would kind of just like put up with it. Like people come and talking to me like I just be like, oh, yeah, man, <laughs> man, that's crazy. Oh, man. But in your mind, like, I'm like, man, there was like there was a couple people that I would actually tell just because I was like, I don't know. They had like either either we were that cool or like. I just didn't care that much. Um, I cared that little about them. Yeah. Like they were just kind of like a, I don't know. I don't want to be too rude, but they were just like, you know, some people are like that mascot figure. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, yeah. So it was a certain people that I, that I'd be like, Hey man, I'm trying to listen to this real. You you mind? You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I would just kind of, you know, suck my teeth and, or, you know, you know, put on a little fake smile and yeah, and, really. and be the nice guy in the situation. Yeah. Um, but I kind of feel like you know, feel like I wish I would have stood up for my, you know, my stood up for my space, protecting my peace a little better. Because at the end of the day, man, like what a lot of people don't realize is like, or a lot of people get offended by the fact that some people view work as just like, yo, I'm just here to get paid. Everybody yeah. here, we're not yeah. friends. Like, <laughs> wait a second. I, I can't. I can't. I apply for this job so I can be your friend. Right. Trips <laughs> me every time I think about it, and they get they get mad. They like. Right. I can't believe you don't think this is your everything. You're all right. My purpose and like my uh-huh. purpose is not this. This job is getting me to that place. Exactly. Whether I like you or not doesn't mean anything. Can we work and get the job done? That's mm-hmm. all that matters. And I grew up in that type of household, so like, right. They don't. People don't always like that straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Approach. They like that's. He's mean. I'm like, no. For real. I'm actual factual in this mother. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to cuss in this mother flipper. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right. Mother flipper. Yeah, I said it. And this flubber. Man, flubber. listen. Yeah, I mean, I had like, we had like certain homies and stuff that were there that it's like, all right, we go hoop after after work or something like that. We might go to the bar, to the gym together or something like that. But at the end of the day, we still have a, a you know, realize a recollization. I just made that word up. Yeah, that you know up. what I'm saying? It's all good. I still have a recollection of, of what it is. You, you feel can me? do that. Yeah, you yeah. can do that. Yeah, you can make that stuff. Yeah, because I mean, somebody create a dictionary. Yeah. We can make some more. That's another. Yeah. That's another <laughs> it's our podcast. It's our podcast. Yeah. You know recollection. Recollection. I don't even know if that's what I said. I love it. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna slide it in and people say comparable. That's not a word. It's comparable. Right. Not comparable. Comparable. So mm. recollection, I like that. Um, I'm going to use that. Uh, hashtag, hashtag, you know, put recollection. Put what you recollized in the comments. Recollization. You know what I'm saying? The people been saying ain't for the long, that 
ain't even a word. That's right. a conjunction, but people created that. Exactly. And um, that was a part of Webster. Somehow they just stole it there right <laughs> on in. You just slide a new word into Webster Man. really quick. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So yeah, go ahead. Recognize that. I like that. Recognization. I'm going to spell mm-hmm. it out and throw somebody off on that. Right. Yeah. 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 I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's For fire. Sure. I ain't playing. Man. Then I'm going to start using that. Then that we we innovators over here. I man. like it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, that's what, what people got to understand about yeah. No, innovators not always nice. Ain't not gonna be liked it either. I made mm-hmm. that up, liked it. <laughs> I made that shit up too. I like it. it. We gonna throw some words, and I'm right. loving it. Cause you know I'm gonna say some thinkings, some liked it. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna throw some Bro, words. My niggas had an S to everything because it just sound good. My dad say Sonics, <laughs> Wal- Walmart's. Because <laughs> that S just feels Home good. It feels good. Well, I guess like- it's, a, it's ingrained in that melanin in some way. Right. The S, the S is silent, yeah. but it come out when it's supposed to. Right. We just put the S's on them. Mm-hmm. I just say S's. That ain't supposed to be S's. S's. Right. It just sound good. Why not? It's like when you flowing and that melanin is going, uh-huh. the words come out and it sounds so eloquent. For sure. Too. Right. Yeah, and people pick up on it. Eloquence. Yeah, you can make up words all day. You want. People don't realize, like, Brother Polite, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he created mm. his own language. Mm. We have capable of doing those type of things. Yeah. People don't like that because, of course, I mean, group thinking is something else. Right. I took a philosophy course in college, and the the, the, the professor liked me, but he kicked me out of the class. Mm. But that's a whole other conversation. I definitely want to get into ph- ph- uh, philosophicals. You know what I'm saying? I want to talk about that. Put that on I'll put the yeah, I'll put the <laughs> philosophicals on it. Yeah, because it just feel good. But I was in the class and he was like, everybody know da 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 do this, and I just didn't do it. He's like, you know what? You need to leave. Mm. And we had a conversation. He wasn't really being serious. He was making an example out of the situation in regards to group thinking. And we see historically how that how that works out for people that have been revolutionaries, things of that nature as well that stand out right. against the green thumbs. That needs to be as communicated. Well, that's a whole nother episode, but we yeah. get it to it though. A For little sure. Bit. For sure, man. I think that that's definitely needed. Those are trailblazers, man. People that are different. Like, even though Dave Chappelle makes jokes about Prince or Rick yeah. James, they were innovative. They did some different things. Absolutely. They were, they were, they were, I, people were wearing juke perms and braids with the beads. Right. Because of these characters. Exactly. I don't know Going about all the, the way. The spare decks, yeah, I don't, the, yeah, the, I don't the, the booty out and all that, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, people were still doing some of the tighter clothes, even yeah, with you sure. know, look at Eddie Murphy and Raw, he was wearing that tight red outfit. That, that was, yeah, I know. that somehow it became was, some kind was, of a way. It was kind of saucy at one point. Say, I'm not wearing it, but nah, that's cool, yeah, but that's cool. good for y'all. I got these tight, that's as far as I'm gonna go with these tight khakis, <laughs> light skin khakis. Shout out to my boy Cordero, I got some in the mall today, brother. Uh, he gonna be like, yeah, Cordero come out of skin. One day he goes, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Like, what up? Yeah. I'm like, no, I need that. Yeah. Right. I was thinking about that one way. I'm like, I need Core to come out. Like, yeah, mother. I'm like, there we go, Core. There we go. Come it, out it of this. happen one day. Yeah, it's going to come out. <clears throat> but yeah, time. like anytime you kind of go against the grain, you can be labeled as mean, rude, all of that stuff like that. But it's like, a lot of times you just. Like, I just don't think like you think. I just, or I just have different priorities than what you have. Or I just, you know, I just want something different. Like, I just want to be left alone today. Like, maybe I'm going through something. Like, and that people take things so personally. Insecurities. Insecurities. If you don't know how to be in your own skin and be, be comfortable <clears throat> with that, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Right. You know, I think that's another part of, indo- we got, that's another comp, indoctrinization. Mm-hmm. We talk about it, but 
I feel like that's another part of it as well because we've been taught certain things, even like from a social aspect as kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That as you have to fit and you have to be like everybody else. You know, you don't have to be like that. And you never should feel afraid to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like some of the things that people do, and I don't like things other people do. You know, I I should be allowed to have that in and out. And if you don't understand it, that's your problem. That's not mine. I'm right. still gonna do me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just how that has to go. Absolutely. And, once people understand, like you was in your space at work, you are in your space. You came here not to be buddy buddy all the time. Yeah, want to be in your own space. Respect. Exactly. If I gotta be here, like I at least want to be at peace while I'm here. As as much as as possible. The you man's last saying? name is Peace. My he last name peace. is Peace. I know. I, just I thought that peace, was just like man. a stage name. That last name is Peace. <laughs> government. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. your real government. Not your spiritual last name, but your government last name. Mm-hmm. That's another concept. But <clears throat> but it's like. So in some instances, in some instances, you it's better to to fight for yourself or to fight in that situation. Some instances it's better to take flight. Yeah. Like you talked about, you had an instance where you took fight. And, I and, and you shouldn't have. I shouldn't have at all. I've yeah, had many instances where I, I in, a, in a sense, took flight because I didn't stand up for my peace. And then, and, yeah, yeah the ahead. middle ground, the middle ground. Where is the middle ground? Because in that situation, all those situations, yeah. you could have had a middle ground. Me, I allowed myself to look very immature and irate when really it was a lot more going on outside of the situation. That person just kept poking at me. Yeah. You know, because of the fact that I stood out. You know, I, yeah, I feel like I'm a handsome man. I know it. she wants some of this sauce. <laughs> I know what it is. I don't want none of that sauce at all. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. If she ever sees this, ugh. <laughs> um, never. It would never happen. Even if I was drunk and I was incapacitated, I, yeah. would, hope, I would wake up out of nowhere like, oh, no! <laughs> and roll over and just like, oh, never! I think I'm sober now. Yeah. Sober! <laughs> never! Um, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it was something about me and my energy that didn't resonate with her insecurities or mm. what she felt like or what she dealt with, you know? But at the same time, finding that middle ground and not allowing myself to react emotionally. Yeah. You know, that was a thing that I had to learn at that very instant because it carried on. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, people perceive me a certain way, but you don't know me like that. Right. You just know me from that instance. And that's what people go based off. Uh, and sometimes I'm like, F it. I'm just going to do me You know, yeah. that, at, at times. But then sometimes that can have consequences a lot of times. too. So you just have to be able to have that balance. For sure. So that middle ground would have been me just saying, you know what, let me talk to you after this conversation to figure out what it really is. Yeah. But in my mind state, because I was dealing with so much stuff at that very moment financially, you're getting away with my money. Mm-hmm. And when people play with my money, I don't know what it is about me, but I'm like big perk. I'm not playing with the bread. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to hurt nobody, but that's like playing with my livelihood. And my livelihood, that's fight or flight. That's part of evolutionary uh, uh, ingrainments. Right. I, made that up. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I made that up too. Recolizations. Recolizations and engravements. We're making up words here. So just follow along. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Over time, you'll start to catch on the words that you picked up because Ebonics is a real thing. People want to make it seem like it's derogated as yeah. bad. But it's just way because they have to control such a small population within the massive. That's, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. The reason for that, Cointel Pro, John Edgar Hugh, we're going to get to those conversations at some point. For but sure. Those are real things that took place. And there's a reason why people don't know certain information. It's a reason why. I didn't know Africa or uh, Egypt was in Africa for a long time. There's a reason for these types of things. We didn't start in slavery. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, I get big perm when, when my money's there on being involved. But at the same time, I'm just learning. I feel mm-hmm. I'm still evolved, still growing. I think you can definitely understand it as well. And it's that reflection. There's nothing wrong with that. 
and not getting stuck in it. You know, getting stuck in that reflection or analyzing certain things in the past, recollisations, uh, mm-hmm. and moving forward. Preach. You know what I'm saying? Just moving forward, knowing that going forward, I'm not going to let people get in my space and bother me. Look here, Church. man. Look, listen. No. Go sit down. Yep. All right? Cool. You good? All right, perfect. Get you a soda or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how you have to be sometimes with people, and they don't have to respect it, because you have to... You have to Demand respecting sometimes, mm-hmm. all the time. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Even my parents, I have to learn how to demand respect because I was like, if you don't demand it and respect yourself, that also leads back to like I mentioned before in the previous self love. Mm-hmm. It's respecting your space, making people respect your space, but in a way that is not disrespectful. And that's what I'm learning my balance there. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that. Still something I'm growing to understand as we speak it. You know, what I'm saying Absolutely. if anybody can resonate and connect with that. I hope you can, and it, and it speaks to you. Because, and if you agree, you already come to that understanding as well. That's a beautiful thing because I had to learn that I used to be too nice and on the same level as you. I used right. to be like, all right, I'll do it, whatever. It's cool. And this was too passive, too passive back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no, I'm not letting it happen. Even in relationships, I've let certain things slide that is unhealthy. And when I set that boundary, I'm gonna give a case in point. Was dealing with a very toxic relationship in college. Mm. And the girl knew that she had me wrapped around her finger in a sense, you know, cause I was doing a lot of things. I was doing a lot too much. I don't even embarrass myself on the camera. But once I came to two, you know, to two, I made that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and came to my recollections, um, I realized that I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm not gonna continue to keep falling within the same suit and allow you to have that same energy in my presence and taking over my universe. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm cutting this short because she would play that emotional game, like she'll break up with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And know my calls. I'm calling her 20 times in a row on the RB. <laughs> One wish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh. Yeah, all that. You know what I'm saying? My baby's Lord. Um, all that. <laughs> so I was doing all that at one time. And then I came to understand it when I became Mr. Poppy Chulo in the Game of Five Megas and I got introduced to that Latin love. Mm. We got us another conversation that Latin love is something else. Um, it's spicy, something different. Um, <clears throat> I love the Latin love. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'll be honest. That shit was delicious. Yeah. Um, scrumptious. Uh, but anyway, I cut it short. When she's like, you know, we're done. I'm like, yeah, we are done. Mm-hmm. I had to step my ground mm-hmm. and grab my gonads. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I gave him my recollect, recollect, recollections. Yeah. Y'all hear that? That damn word is going to stick. <laughs> um, and I cut it short. Yeah. And the girl went crazy. Right you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I came to my, yeah, that was, that was time to say goodbye to that. Oh, yeah, that, that was the right time. That was exactly. And she came to some recollections and then she started stalking me and like hacked in my Facebook account, said she was going to kill me. Oh, Lord. Dropping <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> she lived like two hours away with driving in my dorm and leave presents and stuff. I had to make sure I'm looking at little anthrax. Yeah. But I'm like, what's wrong with this? Nah, that's wild. So, and then she wrote me a 16 page letter. I burnt it. Never read it. Mm. And um, even to this day, man, I told her, you know, some situations and she came back around again with trying to like get in where she can fit in. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, no, nah, bro, you can't have that space no more. You yeah. grow out of those those spaces people can't have that control because of their own personal or COVID narcissistic tendencies, whatever situation is. You stand your ground, you respect yourself, you respect, you know, your love for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then they have to respect you, too. Right. You know, and then she would just head over the heels. At that point, she was just trying to figure out a way to get back in. Mm. But she had it. You know, sometimes you don't realize what you got until it's gone, too. So, mm. you know, sometimes when you're too good of a person, you have to be able to show people your value. Tabernacle. 
tabernacle, preach, mm-hmm. show people your value at all times, even in the right. workspace. You know, saying you might think I'm replaceable, but trust me, you're gonna feel a different energy when I leave. That's just how that works. And know that your value ain't a hundred percent monetary either. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's important because sometimes your your bank account might not yeah. might not look right. Yeah. But you still gotta show people your value and know that that comes, you know, part of that comes intrinsically. I would mm-hmm. say most of it comes intrinsically, not extrinsically. So yeah. you gotta in showing people your value. <clears throat> know that that comes from a place inside of you comes from your character it comes from you having your you know how how pure is your heart how pure your you know what i'm saying yeah how your intentions you feel me who you are you know and then saying? on a mac more macro level of of what you're talking about for people who struggle with this mm-hmm. <clears throat> for me anyways what helped me get to that point um is is real is kind of like having a realization of that fight or flight um behavior mm-hmm. like having keeping that in mind that human as humans we do have that ingrained in us yeah. so being able to realize in those situations what's happening like okay though i feel this way right now because i'm choosing flight yeah and because you know my um my behavioral ingrainments it's probably it's probably another one right yeah, there. You got, ingrainments. You know saying? Saying early, yeah, ingrainments. So it's gonna stick. My behavioral ingrainments is is telling me to do this, but I don't have to listen to that. No. You know what I'm saying? I can go the other way. You can make I a choice. Here. I can make that choice to to keep my balance. Facts, and that's that's <laughs> the thing that we have that separates us. Even though we are a part of the animal kingdom, whether we want to separate ourselves or not, part of this world, we are still here. We are. We have animalistic yeah. tendencies at times as well, too. But our evolution like charles you know charles Darwin has talked about we mm-hmm. have metacognition you know so that allows us to think about our thinking yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> so we can actually take that moment and we understand that that moment even though we can be primal when we were super upset and angry yeah other points we could definitely still take that moment and be able to make another finite decision right which other other creatures don't have that opportunity to uh-huh. do a lot of times even primates so it's like unless their intelligence level is at that point but of course our intelligence is a little bit separate from others not saying that Again, we're trying to downgrade any other being because I love animals. I'm always going to treat them with respect. Mm-hmm. And they love me too in retrospect for the most part. I've been attacked by one dog. The dog had psychological issues, separation, <laughs> anxiety. Mm-hmm. It was it was a Japanese Akita. I was going to be real. Mm-hmm. And it was an alpha. I won't so it was cool. But then his wolf came out. Yeah. They're the closest. They're like the closest derivative from wolves. Like in terms of the evolutionary trait, they have the closest genetics, geneticism to wolves besides huskies. Mm-hmm. And that came out. Yeah. I'm petting them, chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. His name was Champ. I was chilling with Champ, rubbing his head. Yeah. And the nigga just started eating my hand. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I got the scars <laughs> all over my head. They kind of get better over time, but I uh, had some scars all over my wrist and right stuff. He was, he was eating the hand up. And um, that was, that was, you know, him in his mind said he thought that was the right thing to do because he was feeling anxious. In his mm-hmm. mind, he's thinking like, I feel threatened. I feel like you're in my space. Mm-hmm. Whereas with us, we can we can make that different differentiation. Right. He wasn't able to do that. If you want to make that connection. So yeah, fight or flight, you know, we have that ingrainments right in us. Those recollections. Speaking of those recollections, ingrainments and 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 thinking about your thinkings. Thinkings. Sometimes we we gotta choose the yeah. flight. Yes. So, you know, saying, for, for some of us who are in the workplace, but we want to be more independent. Now that's something that you a lot of times have to work for work mm-hmm. towards. You do. And then in others, in other instances, you, you know, you might decide to just take a chance 
and, and jump jump the ship. I'm doing that. But regardless, you, you you have to choose that flight that, you know what I'm saying, to take flight. You know and even if you bust your head wide open to the white meat show. Yeah. I've done that. Which will happen. Oh, I've done that. I'm dealing happen. with it. That's why I was tripping on girl coming. Like, look, money yeah. is short. I, it froze up. It was doing good. The art was doing all right. Hey, and just when they got the, the, got low and then brain was kicked in. Relationships are luxury ticket items. Yes. You, you know, know that's another financial thing that we can talk about. That's mm-hmm. another We're going to have to take that damn time. Sure. Should we be financing these situations because uh, sometimes it's just it's not necessary to do. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you financing me too. I've had that. I've had that, 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 uh, that cohesion where we were both working to help each other. I never seen that before. I didn't know know how to even appreciate it, you know, at right. the time because the girl was just so loving and helpful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I've had it in a couple of different ladies. And I've seen the other other side of it where a person just wants to drain in their energy vampires and their financial vampires. Yeah. You know, you've seen both of those, but I've never been a super simple. I got dumb bogus because I was trying to be nice to somebody's child because it was something ingrained in me, ingrainments from my childhood, and I had to learn what that was. But I learned, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we have to bust our heads to the white meat show to understand some new things too. The white right. meats, that's a real thing too. We're going to talk about that one day as well, the white meats, because sometimes you bump your head is necessary. You know, yeah. Sometimes you got to have these these scars and these bruises to learn because <clears throat> you walk away from it with a brand new understanding of something that you never understood. Exactly. So if you had to take flight from your job, I'm not encouraging people to quit. If you know that you can't financially um, sustain that, so that you've got a family or whatever mm-hmm. situation is. But if you're independent, you think you can take that chance. You want to take the chance on yourself. I say take it. Yeah. Because you'll learn some things. You will definitely learn some things. I, I mm-hmm. did that over the over the panoramic. Yeah. Panoramic. As, uh, panoramic yeah. 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 The pandemic. Panoramic. Nah, yeah. Said that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Over the panoramic. I, I, I made that decision to uh, to leave my job behind and um it, i've had high very high ups i've had some very low lows yeah and it happened <laughs> and uh, you know i've i've failed i've looked back and said dang i you know i, I should have done this with my money at this time or wow I, why didn't i do this with these relationships and you know those are just things that you have to go through to become a better entrepreneur better yeah. business person and a better person in general to you know build character so um anyone who's Who's out there thinking about, you know, who has a desire to be independent from their nine to five and stuff yeah. like that, you know, keep working towards that. Um, and if you feel that pull to to jump the ship and, yeah. you know, saying get in that jump, jump in the water without a lifeboat, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How would you know? You know right. How, you, how would you ever know? If you never took you're never you're never going to really feel ready. Yeah. You every, with everything. You right. just you. We're not do, gonna we feel doing ready. this. We, we, exactly. we just came up with some ideas. We do this together. I mean, this is when you're taking opportunities to build something, it's always going to be some uncomfortability. You got to be willing to be uncomfortable. You got to mm-hmm. be willing to be able to make certain sacrifices and deal with certain things, but also know that it's going to help you build some different type of character. Because like for me, I work in a call center setting, but I'm not going to sit there and follow suit because everybody else is going to jump off the bridge. I'm still going to hold the whole steel to who I am. And you're going to respect that to mm-hmm. a certain degree. Like I get that you want me to follow suit in every aspect of the way. I'm not going to do that. As long as I show up to work on time, I'm making money, I'm producing. I'm not doing above and beyond for somebody else. I'm not going to do it. Like yeah. I'll do to the extent where it's able to benefit me. Now, if it's equal exchange, then yeah, we're going to do that. But it's not going to be a situation where I'm going to overwork myself in an environment, you know, to appease somebody else's understanding and make them feel happy. Like, what right. about my happiness? What about me? Mm-hmm. You know, we got to have an equal exchange, you know? And that's another type of relationship as well, too. So, definitely. If you're not feeling like that's the situation in your situation, 
Um, you come with some recollections, take flight. Try try to see what's that way, what's gonna work for you. Now it's gonna affect other people and children. Yeah, don't yeah. advise us to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, kids some, don't need to go through that. Try to get you some investment. Yeah, first. they don't need to be living in the cars and yeah, the same as yeah. Gmail career and all that in the basements, you know, mm-hmm. pissy stairway, all that, you know, you don't need to deal with that. I've I've seen that. You know, you don't do don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't do that yeah. to the kids. They don't deserve that. You know, you have to be responsible too. So you make a decision, you gotta follow suit. Indeed. All right, so we uh, I think we are uh, at the point of getting to one of our special segments. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, but before we do that, I want you to take a minute to talk about what we got behind oh, us yeah. right here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, what we got behind us is a piece, man. And it does it definitely stands out. I don't ever repeat uh, pain in vain. Um, there's always a spiritual thing. I probably was, uh, that green was definitely hitting the soul. But um, so the main character that I put on this piece, I'm, I like anime, obviously. He does. We both yes, sir, like yes, anime. Living fans, anime is, is one piece, and the reason why I like him is because I, I think within the, the breakdown of his character, he had consumed the gum gum fruit or the devil fruit called the gum gum, and it allowed him to be able to uh, expand on his his. Uh, he's he's in, he's kind of not the smartest, yeah. So he has to do things head first. And I think that's symbolic because sometimes we got to take things head first, bump our head a little bit. In order to grow and expand, understand our situation, and there's a little bit of duality within this piece as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, even with Goku, kind of a head first type person, but he allows his adversity to make him strong. So mm-hmm. that's very important there as well. He's more of the protagonist versus the antagonist throughout the season, depending on how you want to see it. That's a whole nother conversation, a whole nother episode, of course. Right. But then even when he goes into his instinct, that's like that's a whole nother line of separatism for him as a character. You know what I'm saying? Because he taps into his instinct. And it takes it to a whole nother level. He's above God at that point, or God level. So that, I think, to me, is very interesting and in what they're trying to get at in terms of that concept. I think that's very important as well. Mm. Now we got my boy right here. I forget his name. It's my boy Tanjiro. Tanjiro. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I can't remember his name. But anyway, it just it left me for a second. But he is definitely a demon slayer. I that's think that. his whole story is very poetic. I uh, didn't expect the sister to be involved in the way she was, but she... For her love for him and their sake of their relationship was able to be able to look past that and keep things sustained. I think he's very empathic, which I appreciate. That's his, that's I think that's one of his powers is being empathic. Because sure. even though these demons are doing very crazy things in this world, he's still able to look past and understand this story and empathize with the character before they become demonic right. uh, entity or whatnot. Then we got my boy Vegeta. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> he's an egotistical asshole. Right, but he's he's it's like it's I need his story because you need to understand that no matter how pious or how high you think you are, there's always somebody that's gonna be better. Mm-hmm. And no matter where you know what I'm saying you are in life, sometimes even if you think that you're a king, there's gonna be somebody that's gonna be able to top what you got going on, and and you got to use that adversity as seen as a way for you to get better. And even though he's second suit, he think he should be second fiddle because of the fact that in the sand world, he's the prince of mm-hmm. all the sins. Da, 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 nobody's more powerful than him. His ego is broken down. Yeah. But his ego allows him to get more powerful as well above, you know, Super Saiyan God as well. So that's that's his ego. You know what I'm saying? Vegeta ego um, power sense. So I like that duality, like between the two characters, because they need it. They fuse together. They do different things, but they're able to come overcome uh, battles. I like the fact that he has his own personal battle with knowing that somebody is seen as a peasant within his society right. is a lot more powerful and almost godlike in, in, in regard. He's always a step above. Mm-hmm. And it makes him have to step his game up. Even though his ego is huge, he's a little short dude with all his ego yeah. and shit in the show. 
Anyway. Uh, nothing against what I'm hey, don't Yeah, I don't, I don't, no, nobody I don't know why you pointed at me when you did that. No, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> point at you. I didn't point at you, <laughs> man. Um, and then we got my boy. Ah, I can't these characters. Gone and Killua. We got, got Killua, and then we got, okay, Gary. Yeah, yeah. So those two characters right there. So, um, oh, man, why well, can't I remember the name of the show right now? Hunter, man. Hunter. Hunter, 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 yeah. Hunter, why can't I remember Thursday? Anyway, <laughs> I'm so I'm a little sleepy, y'all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I worked out three times yesterday. I'm like, I don't know if y'all see this belly coming in, but your boy ain't never had a belly like this before, and I'm skinny fat, and I don't like it. <laughs> I gotta get rid of this. Skinny so, fat. Y'all see in a couple episodes, your boy gonna get slim again. Cause I was slim, man. I just I start eating crazy in these vending machines and honey buns. Mm-hmm. But these two characters, I think they're very essential. I like Kilua. Um, his story because he's a family of assassins, but he he's able to use his abilities for that. And then I can relate to Gone because of the fact that his daddy he got daddy issues. You know, his character really resonated because no matter how great he was, his father still was a asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the fact that he's able to have that push and opti- and being optimistic, I can relate to him as when I was a child because as I became older, I understood things from a different perspective. But his character definitely resonates in that way. Then you got my boy from My Hero Academia. Yep, crybaby Deku. He is a crybaby ass. <laughs> I can't stand him. But I, you know, I understand. I've never been a crybaby. I never really cried too much. I didn't start crying really until I got to like maybe in my 20s, uh, letting the tears roll, mm-hmm. which wasn't always the healthiest, but that's a whole nother concept of understanding the thing. Maybe a whole nother conversation in another episode as well. But I like his story because he does use that 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 crybaby essence in order to make him a little bit stronger. So these characters all have something that I can relate to. To kind of dive into, but check out my awesome my my my, uh, my my business, my small business. I don't have to call it small, but my business, the Omi Art District. I want to expand on that, but if you want some artwork, commission work, call at me. I'll definitely take care of that for you. All right, we get into our segment, Buzzword Breakdown. Absolutely, man. absolutely. We were talking about narcissism a little bit earlier. You want to talk about that because that was a big word for that is a yeah, I still is definitely. I think that the narcissism it plays its part. I feel like as long as you know how to manage it and it's not affecting other people, it's not always the worst thing to be narcissistic in a sense, but to what degree? And we're going to talk about another episode called Beef because narcissism, when it affects other people, Mm -hmm. that's when it's like, okay, you need to manage this. Yeah. I think we all got a little bit of narcissism. I think we all have narcissistic tendencies, like you said, but yeah, the word narcissist is thrown around like like crazy. crazy, like a football so, man. Like, damn, all right. and it's, it's it's like yeah. we we not really allowed to say crazy anymore. Like about somebody, like okay. say that person is is crazy because you know there's that's a a medical term or whatever. A psycho, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This not technically correct, but I feel like we don't keep that same energy with the word narcissist. Like that's mm-hmm. a medical. It is. Not like, yeah. is a real thing. Exactly. But we just go around calling everybody narcissists. Or I don't want to say we. It's mostly, mostly the female. Mostly women. Uh, I mean, I got I to gotta say. Okay. <laughs> I went, I went See, there, man. Oh, he went there. I went there. So, I'm going to get some right for this one. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like it's a natural thing for me. And it, and it, and I've had conversations with you about this as well, but like even like, because I don't like getting into religion too much, but even in that, you see that some of the pitfalls on these very powerful, even the first man on earth in the Bible mm-hmm. is taken down by the narcissistic tendencies of a woman. Man. <laughs> I'm just going to say it like that. Yeah. Because she wanted to see him be more God-like. 
have understanding of good and evil. Yeah. And because of that, God told you don't touch that tree. And you went over there and listened to the serpent and the bad guy. That's a whole other episode. Because, like, I'm good. But she allowed that. Yeah. And he allowed he allowed himself. Mm-hmm. Can I say it, be bitch? Um, <clears throat> did I say it out loud? I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. It just slipped no. out. Okay. <clears throat> be bitch. Um, but <laughs> and 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 when when that happened, it just you know it, it took them out of the garden eating. That's a whole other perception. Or even with Samson and Delilah, I always look at those two concepts mm-hmm. as well. Like he had all this power, all the strength. Yeah. He had a secret that God let him know where strength came from. Right. And he shared it with somebody else. And I think that's very symbolic as well too. Mm-hmm. So. I might get some right for that. And ladies, I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that, but we do understand that there's a certain give or pull in these relationships and I recognize it. So if you don't fuck with me for that, I get it. I understand. But I'm going to let it be known. Like, I understand exactly what this is. Not every female's like that, but there's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. And they don't, it's in the nature. They don't really understand what it is, but I've heard in the conversation, I have two younger sisters, I hear certain things. I'm like, what? And it makes sense, but it don't make sense to me. Right. And I think it ties into that narcissist. that. I've, I've asked, I've had this conversation with so many women and if, if anybody asks me about any of my exes, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm honest. Yeah. So I'm going I'm to tell you, you know, if you really want to know what happened, if, you know, we cool like that for enough for me to tell you. And I'm going to tell you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the, at the beginning and at the end of all of it, I'm going to tell you, but, you know, I love them. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have no hard feelings towards them or anything like that. They was just going through, uh, you know, a situation or they was just, you know what I'm saying? Or we were just not right for each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take accountability for my part as well. That's good. So why, women? Yeah, why? Uh, <laughs> yeah, before you agree now, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll jump out on this on this ledge myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why huh? is every ex that you have a narcissist that's what they say mm. a lot of time I, I realize that narcissists call out other narcissists because they narcissists man they don't want to take on account that's another conversation <laughs> but we can get in there a little bit so i don't think women always take accountability i've seen it and i'm just like yeah i've seen it in a way where it's just like are you fucking serious and they are and i've had exes tell me certain things i'm just like so <laughs> i did all this but you've done nothing. Yeah. You did right. nothing at all. Like, you've done nothing. Can I get in the camera? You've done nothing at all. How? <laughs> that's that's, a, that's another conversation, too. Of when you innocent. when your female friend, like, that you're just friends with is ta- ta- telling you about her ex and you kind of feel him. <laughs> like, he did all of these things. He did this, this, and this. And you like, which, I mean, I might have done the same thing. But, ah, oh, damn, how dare he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I also take, I take it in uh, with a grain of salt because a lot of times I've heard people talk about things. I'm not going to put no names out there, people out there. But what what did you do in this situation? Yeah. I'm hearing all this stuff about the other cat and how bad he is. And what he right. got out of the number one, you're tolerating this <clears throat> crap or whatever, for whatever reasons. But on top of that, what are you doing in these circumstances? Mm-hmm. You know, these arguments, things that are happening. What are you actually doing? Are you doing anything to provoke this as well? Because it can't just be one. It's only hearing your side of the story. Right. I hate that. Yeah. Because it's a whole other dynamic. And I'm hearing you demonize the person. But what were your demons at? Exactly. Everybody got it. Ain't nobody perfect. Uh-huh. One per- person they talk about so often that's profound is Jesus. They, they hung him on a cross. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so unless you're that person, I don't see it. You know, everybody got their faults. And I just, mm-hmm. I noticed that no accountability being taken. And I realized that more and more as I got older 
And in growing up in a female environment, you know, I had two, you know, the younger sister and my mom, and I was the only male in the house. So I know certain things. I'm just like, I'm always the bad guy. Mm-hmm. How the hell I'm always the bad guy? Right. And ain't nobody else doing nothing. Exactly. Oh, bitch, this and bitch, that. <laughs> bitch, bitch, this and bitch, bitch. Hold on, what y'all do? What y'all right. doing over y'all? Does y'all still stink? I, mm-hmm. I know that I got older and I have an older cousin. I talk to a lot, you know what I'm saying? He's about 42. Shout out to my, my cousin, Dino. Um, he's still on the south side. He got a couple properties out there, man. Shout out to, you know, Chicago. That's where I'm from as well, too. And um, he just was the only male really in the house so consistently. He had an older mother, younger sister, kind of same dynamic as me. And we had these same conversations. Mm-hmm. He always doing something wrong. How the hell is he always doing something wrong? Right. How? How does that work <laughs> out? So it's just very interesting seeing that dynamic. For sure. Yeah. So all in all, not everybody is a narcissist. In fact, we all have narcissistic tendencies, but very few people are actual narcissists that you'll run into. Like, if you keep, there there might be a reason that you keep attracting narcissists to you too. You might want to keep that in mind. Yeah. And mm. and I would say, sip on that. One. Yeah. Go yeah. Oh, Steve's man. Shout out to Steve's. I'm gonna sip on my Steve's on that one because you keep attracting the same energy. There's something about your energy that you keep attracting. <laughs> I think it's definitely interesting that we were able to actually talk about that um, as a uh, as a sub conversation in a sense, but also bringing you know to the light of what's going on because not everybody wants to talk about what's real in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like we're we're in a society where people don't want to see their faults ever or be being brought to the table. And when we're talking about the dynamic of women, sometimes they don't ever want to take account before they yeah. get wrong. They just want to always see that the damsel in distress and need some type of hero to come save them. That's what I was about to say. Like. Also, got a real because not everybody's a narcissist. Like some people, some of these people, and some of y'all just need to stop going. Honestly, like let's be let's be real with each other right now. Stop jumping from relationship to, to relationship. Get your money right first. Mm. Do some healings. Mm. Have some recollections. And then you can go and, and be in a relationship. You you you're you jumping back and forth to like, come on now. Your ex wasn't a narcissist, you just wasn't healed. And you chose the wrong person sometimes. And you attracted somebody that also wasn't healed. Exactly, because your energy. Exactly. The the man, that polar is it, there and it's gonna be there. Like, even with me, I had to realize I was dealing with this young lady. I was like, why do you keep attracting the same type of person? And it's my energy. Yeah. And that's why I'm happy to. That's another comment. We're going to talk about an episode. Having your space. Because you talked about it earlier within the workspace. workspace but having space. your own personal yeah, space. Yeah. That's right. That's where you can coon it. That's where you go into the dark spaces. That's why I take breaks from social media for a couple months. Yeah. People are not going to see no paintings because some, that's that's my spiritual approach. I'm mm-hmm. I'm giving you a part of who I am and how I feel. Like, right. however that comes out on the canvas, you resonated to it because it's a piece of who I am and what I'm feeling at that moment. Mm-hmm. Everything I do is feeling based. Even when we talk about music, we're talking about that as well. I can't create in the studio. I have to be able to feel in my own space and create. Mm. Everybody's different with yep. the creative process. So I feel like even in terms of dealing with relationships and dealing with yourself, uh, you got to be willing to be, be in your own space mm. and be to yourself because your space is sacred, man. It's the reason why you have it. Absolutely. You have to be able to take time away from society, take time from people to be able to, to, to regroup and to recharge yourself. Mm-hmm. Very important. Especially as being, we're going to talk about that to be introverted. Like you got to be able to have time to yourself. Recharge. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Man, I think we did it. I think we I think did we it. we did man. another one in the books. There's another one in the books, man. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. So definitely want to make sure we wrap it up with you all, of course. So definitely be, you know, stay in tune. We definitely got some more exciting things coming up. 
We're definitely getting things pulled together, but we're so glad to have everybody in our space with us at these pertum at this pertain or pertum. I think I'm saying the right. I made up another word. Yeah, yeah. At the <laughs> moment, I just made some new stuff up. But at this moment, we really appreciate you being here with us at the Nice Guy Podcast. Again, my name is Jacques Will Wright. Adrian, peace. And this is the Nice Guy Podcast. You all have a blessed day. Thank you. One love. Peace. <laughs>